Welcome back! Hello everyone and welcome to one of the penultimate episodes of the Powbot podcast. In a, a podcast where we look at uh, sort of the chances of each team to make playoffs. Well, uh, we actually know how most of the teams uh, did and, uh, and whether they've made playoffs or not. So this is going to be more of a retrospective episode. And to join me in retrospecting are going to be uh, two of my favorite co-hosts here. It's uh, the first is a master of all things OP, an OP individual himself. It is Dr. Fish. Hello, everyone. And on my other side, and by that I mean pretty far on my other side, hailing from uh, just about the opposite side of the world here, it is Bone Masher. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Yeah, uh, so we have a... Um, we have only three series to uh, to cover for this. We're going to be covering uh, Hero and Pro and Legacy, uh, and you know since those seasons are, are already over, we're going to look at our the beginning of, of our of our predictions and see sort of how we stacked up. So let's get started with Hero. I have no time for games. In Hero, let's uh, let's rotate down our um, what we initially rated it our our total combined. Uh, preseason rating, starting with legendaries, was LeBron and the Unknown. All Go right. ahead, Fish. Sure. Uh, so for Golden Epic team, we had Golden Wisp. And then for Epic teams, we had uh, Diamond and Diamond, F12 Black, No Pros here, Korak City, and Horty on Main. And for the rare teams, we had Make a Five Seed out of a Molehole, APM Yin, APM Yang. Booty Bay Yacht Club, and Dad Legend. And for Golden Common teams, we had Team at Any Cost. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you may already be uh, noticing some uh, some black sheeps here, some, uh, some things that seemed a little bit off, but we'll be going a little bit more into our own specific ratings and um, what we thought were you know some, some of the best calls that we've made and some of the worst ones. So... I think uh, I think it's prudent that actually I compliment um, compliment Bone Masher to start off here because oh no uh, because Bone Masher uh, was the only person to put make a five seed out of a molehole in the epic tier uh, from from all of us we both uh, both Fish and myself rated it at bottom of rare and then uh, Bone Masher put it in an epic. And hey, Mega Five Seed out of a molehole is a playoff team, one of the stronger ones too. Yeah, I think uh, I think we were looking at that team and and thought everyone's going to have to step up a seed, so um, they might struggle. But um, you know, if, it, if if players win, um, then then stepping up a seed, they they might still win, uh, which is exactly what they did. So. Um, uh, I was sort of hedging my bets a little bit, uh, thinking you know they might just sneak into playoffs, but they uh, they did a little bit better than that and uh, and finished second in teal. So um, props to them for backing up their their season last season with a with another a good season this season. Yeah, uh, imagine not believing in the back to back to back to back C Mac, mm-hmm. and um, 
yeah, uh, you know, Bo Masher, much more belief than than we had, and that was uh, proved correct. Any uh, any thoughts on either either a uh, a compliment to give or thoughts on on make a five seed success here? Beesh. Yeah, um, I'll give quick thoughts on make a five seed because that that's one of my that's what I put as as one of my my big misses for for hero, and I, I think. Um, I, I looked at it a little pessimistically when you because when you take someone like when you have a team that's was as strong as theirs and you have players moving up a seed, it, I failed to realize just how how under seeded these players were <laughs> going into the season, and their five seed played fantastically. So that's that contributes to a lot of success for their teams. And I I will throw a compliment at, at you, my my friend and host, and, and uh, you you called no pros here as a legendary team, you know, a team who's had a lot of success recently in hero seasons in the regular season and and you get you, they weren't too much higher than myself and um bone masher had but you called them as one of the top two teams and you were absolutely correct on them um yeah for sure yeah uh i mean no pros here had um your mom had way under pr and uh you know they they barely missed playoffs and then they had a um they just looked like they had a lot of room to grow and then they uh ended up showing that in the teal conference yeah i'd I'd like to jump in and make another compliment as well i think uh fish you were the only one to predict a diamond at diamond uh to be a legendary team um, I had them as an epic. I didn't thought they'd be they'd make playoffs, but uh, ended up getting uh, the two seed overall. Uh, was it the two seed or three seed? Uh, I don't know. Three seed. We can check. The they ended up, yeah, they ended up yeah. getting the three yeah, seed yeah, overall. Yeah, they got the three seed, but, um, but second seed in in that conference. But yeah, second in purple, <laughs> and um, you know the when you've got uh, our top four players as, as strong as that. I mean, Turtle in the two is a, is now five fifty player. Wild nine in the three is a one seed in Legacy. Like that's just a stacked lineup. Um, you know, hopefully Super Buckles can can get some wins in playoffs in the in the five. But you know, yeah. when you've got to take on uh, when you've got players like that all the way down, it's just uh, it's just a really strong side. Yeah, and they're facing uh, Make a Five Seed Mojo, another team that we have uh, have complimented on. So, oh, yeah. um, two very strong teams in the first round, for sure. But we're not talking about the future with playoffs. We're talking about no. the here and now. Yes. And here and now, I'm complimenting Fish. Okay, <laughs> you just got a compliment. I don't care. I'm complimenting you again, uh, because uh, you you not only had uh, Korak City as Golden Rare. You had Horde on main, also Golden Rare, right next to them, like like tied hand in hand. You, those were, did, those yeah. were your only two Golden Rare teams, and bim, bam, bomb, they are barely out of playoffs. Aww. Uh exactly, exactly where you said they would be. I so. am, I am so sad that I got that that I got that correct though. <laughs> I am sad for for your team, for sure. I mean, hey, there's always more seasons. Oh like, yeah. It's not, it's not a problem. Hundred percent. Guess I can go ahead and throw out a compliment to Bone Masher, who, uh, you know, called the Golden Wisps as a legendary. I mean, not not. I think all of us looked at them as a high-rated team, but Bone Masher had them 
in that legendary category well none of us well none of the rest of us did and they 100% proved it by being the only golden legendary by the end of this season yeah i don't think we quite knew exactly how good a player uh, lupin would be in the five yeah um but when the rest of the team is is sort of the legacy team but upper seed <laughs> um yeah it's uh it's quite a strong proposition and lupin was just yeah. the icing on the cake there I'll... that's that team is stacked and uh, yeah. they're going to be tough to beat in playoffs so I, I will throw, I'll, I'll throw loop in a compliment as well because uh, after um, I, I streamed matches on a, after we I um, got done um, with a stream where uh, Justin always just in time was the last match we were we were just discussing players and, and teams and and he said that like he watched Lupin's replays and. and you know he was saying like this guy this person's fifty pr but is playing like a two like a one or two seed. So, big. Yeah. So that's how good they are, and they are in the five seed right now. <laughs> yeah, five seeds can win you uh, win you titles. Good five seeds. Oh as, yeah. As you probably know, fish, you've been a good five seed for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, it took a took a bit, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, we didn't get them all right though. There was a there was a few things that we got wrong. Uh, and yeah. I'm ashamed to say that I did not have either of my 8pm teams in playoffs. I uh, I had yeah. rated them as rares and to both miss playoffs. And um, and yeah, I, uh, both of them came through. 8pm uh, Yin just uh, made it in, but 8pm Yin had a, a really good season, uh, which I'm happy about. But um, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. ashamed to say I, I did not. Uh, predict that at the beginning of the season and i don't yes. think i was the only one yeah. no <laughs> uh, i mean we all we all rated the apms as uh not making it into playoffs i mean if we're talking about misses i i think we need to talk about the elephant in the room here and uh, uh. yeah mention that we all put uh lebron as the top team yeah and uh unfortunately they they just seemed to not have a great season yeah I mean, kudos to them. They they got a couple for their struggles. They still managed to to win their last week against F two O Black. So they did, they beat a playoff team in the regular season. They just you know needed to beat more than F two O Black and Dad Legend. Um, I'm yeah. sure that this team will come back in some iteration with some other acronym, and we'll do and we'll do better in the future. Yeah, and uh, to be fair, they also tied NPH. They did tie NPH. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, they seem to do much better against the top teams somehow. I, I don't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, they are. They they once in the past they were they were blast and you know. Uh, then no, no, they were bands. Point, oh, sorry, bands, and then they were you know barn burners. <laughs> yeah, um, but they will they will return. Oh yeah, All right. So I will say I think man we covered. We covered the mole hole. We covered make a five seed out of a mole hole, and we covered. I will say I was absolutely. I had APM Yin down in Golden Common, and that's that is my biggest miss. Probably that's my biggest miss in all of Hero is APM Yin as a Golden Common, and they ended up being a top. I believe they ended up being a top four points team by the end. But for sure, that was a, a. They did really well this season. And, uh, and hey, actually, you know, 
it now is as good a time as any uh, to iterate, and, and we're probably going to reiterate it again, honestly, uh, later on in the podcast, but it is incredibly hard to, uh, to oh, pick yeah. these things so far in advance. Uh, some of these some of these teams missed by so little mm-hmm. um, to not make playoffs, to, to make it into playoffs. Uh, I mean, just the wild card spots were so competitive uh, this season. There were, I think, five teams gunning for them right at the end. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I will uh, compliment to compliment to all of us for for honestly getting even some of these right. <laughs> oh yeah. But anything on Hero Series, or uh, shall we move on to uh, a bit of pro action? Um, I think like the only other team to make mention of is that we all were pretty close on the unknown as a uh, as a as a high placing team um, this season, and I think that's pretty much. I mean, that's pretty much all I have left for uh, for Hero. Lapdogs, all of you. Okay, then to pro we go. Starting off, of course, with our uh, our preseason combined ratings for Pro Series. Our legendaries were Clowns Reloaded, For the Boys, and Brushy Tuna. Uh, golden Epic Teams, No Pros Here, and Avenging Prophet Murabi. Epic Teams, F2L, EU over NA, and Faction. Our Golden Rare Teams were Taggers. Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich, and no pros here. Uh, rare Teams, Sheepies, Mr. Smite Side, and Make Love Not Warcraft. And our Golden Commons were Everyone's a Winner, Man Creek's Multiple Wives, Sorgoi, and Point Locked and Loaded. So, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, there's a, uh, a lot of... I, I remember at the beginning of the season, it was so, so hard to rate Pink Conference. It because was. Because... So many insane teams in pink conference, and of course black is stack, and pink is stink. But yes, it was uh, and hey, it was incredibly close all the way through. I mean, um, EU greater than NA was, uh, I believe, twelve points out from playoffs, and they were the seventh place team. So yeah, <laughs> really just yeah. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, even though it's incredibly hard to rate these things, you know, I do want to pat, uh, in this case, Bone Master on the back here, uh, because Bone Master, you were the only one to say that Faction wouldn't make playoffs. Uh, you put them as the top of rare when uh, when both of us had them as epics. Uh, in fact, I had them as a golden epic. Ugh. But um, yeah, I mean, and, and they barely missed too, which you know, top of rare seems to say definitely um let's see well for one thing geranium battle had f2 had f2l as his fourth legendary team um and you know f2l scored i want to say they scored um second or third most points overall in the season um they they outperformed i thought they'd be kind of a middling playoff team um I figured they'd be one of the two, either the three or four seed out of Black Conference, um, and they ended up being the two seed. Um, so yeah, they definitely had they definitely had a better season than, than I necessarily was expecting. Yeah, they ended up getting, uh, as you said, second place overall in points. Um, 
for the boys ended as the top pink team with 134, and F2L ended with 138. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, crazy, crazy performance from them. Uh, mm-hmm. Only losing one week to Clowns, the top yeah. team. So. Yeah, there was some... Um, Black Conference was, was kind of interesting. There were sort of a few teams that were sort of pushing for that uh, second... You could even say second through to to fifth yeah. or sixth place in black for a while. Um, there's a bit of crazy stuff going on at the end to mm-hmm. make teams either get in or, or miss, but F2L sort of distanced, distanced themselves from that and and made, made sure they locked in playoffs. Um, having the buy in the last round, they had to... Or was it the last round? Yeah, the last round, they had to make sure that uh, they got themselves enough points, and they, and they certainly did that. Uh, I think that the team from Black Conference that I, that I really underestimated, I think we all underestimated, was Everyone's a Winner. Oh, yeah. Um, we had them down in, in Golden Common. And I, I looked at the team at the beginning of the season and thought, you know, they've got they've got some decent players in there. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I really underestimated um, the season that probably, for me, Jespin would have. Um, you know, he's been a solid player in Legacy and Hero, and um, to go 7-1 in Pro is just outstanding, especially with how stacked Pro is. Um, you know, Memnuck in there as well. He Leading up to the season, he, he'd, um, or at the beginning of the season, he he hit High Legend um, in Standard on in Europe, so on the EU server. Um, and then, yes, yeah, Solo Jazz has had a, a pretty solid season as well. So, yeah, you know, being on, um, maybe being involved with VS... Um, report that might have some good knowledge of uh, of deck lists and things, but um, but yeah, they've they definitely had a great season and um, mm-hmm. and you know slow start um, with a couple of losses against two of the teams that were expected to make it, but like from mm-hmm. after the first two losses, they only lost one more. Um, only lost one more match, which was to Clowns. So you know, five and one to finish the season. Uh, was was outstanding. Yeah, uh, solo jazz, the druid expert. Um, uh, in a, in a season where druid was uh, was once again pretty pretty dang good. So yeah. uh, in many different forms. So uh, yeah, and then uh, Jess Jess is uh, is absolutely. I mean, just getting sort of the season that that he deserves. Uh, I feel like he. Um, just doesn't seem to uh, to get the same same luck as he did in in, in pro this season, and I really think he uh, is that highest skill player. But but yeah, really just showing up. I'm very happy for uh, for everyone's winner's success here. Definitely. Um... And uh, yeah, I was speaking of treading lightly, uh, <laughs> as as oh, a lot man. of the, um, the wild players pro like players to say. are out of business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think we got to talk about the the taggers in the room here. Um, oh, man, I wasn't the uh, the first one to to point out this correct rating. Fish, do you wanna do you wanna talk about taggers? And uh, maybe who? Sure. Well, Bone Masher put taggers as an epic team. So so really good on really good call by you. Um, I know it's not. I know for you it's not in the best circumstances overall but you know beginning of looking back at the beginning of the season you saw potential in in those players and i mean i i know each and every one of those players on taggers they're all pretty they're all like really solid players i just and 
you know, you figured they were going to do well, and they did. Well, yeah, I, I called them out at the beginning of the season. I, I set them a challenge and said, you know, uh, my APM team last season, which was all wild players, couldn't make it. But, uh, you know, I, I backed them in and said that they would make playoffs. And uh, yeah. we got to the final round, and they went 5-0 and over my own oh. team. And, uh, Heartbreak. And proved me right that they would make playoffs. Um, at the expense of my own team. But, yeah, things happen, you know. It just shows that across the length of a season that every single point, every single match matters. And, you know, you just got to try and get yourself into a safe position as much as you can going into the last round and, you know, have your finals fade in your hands. And even then, sometimes it just doesn't come off. But, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, Taggers, I'm interested to see how they go in the playoffs. Um they're going to have to take on the top seed in in pink, um, so you know that'll that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, you know, for the boys is a is a strong team, and um, you know I I wouldn't put it past taggers um, to to you know to go all the way. Um, you know they've got some really strong players in there, and they're on a roll at the moment. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll just have to see how they go. But yeah, I yeah. I, I, I did I did call them. Um, I wish they hadn't made playoffs, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, momentum is huge in uh, in pro, though. I mean, um, last season, the one of the two teams in finals, uh, no pros here, was another squeaker team. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it made it all the way to finals. So, yeah. you know, we'll see. We'll see if Taggers can um, can sort of uh, ride the coattails of their, of their final week there. But... I, uh, I do want to um, still compliment uh, Fish. I know I complimented Bone Masher, but uh, Fish, uh, you—it uh, wasn't in the initial ratings here, but you were the first to bring Swagoy out of Golden Common. We had <laughs> uh, we had sort of disregarded them for a very long time, and then uh, you—I mean, off the back of their huge week against Point Locked and Loaded, which they then carried through to be one of the point top point earners of, uh, of the conference for so, so, so yeah. Long. Yeah. They were right in it up until the final week. They had a, they had a, um, pretty crushing loss to fourth boys in week eight. And they had a bye week in week nine and they, they fell. they were, they were the sixth place team out of pink conference, um, falling man, just two team, like just falling essentially what would have been two points short of, of playoffs um probably i don't know if they won i don't know how tie breaks would have won, so i'd say three points ahead of mp three points behind mph essentially needing that but man they had they had a solid season compared to what we um really had them ranked at the beginning um they ended up above teams that we had placed you know i had one of the teams placed in, in legendary that is below that is below Swagoy in the rankings. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, before we talk about that team, though, I do. I mean, Glee on Sugoi was insane. Glee did really well, yeah. I mean, MVP of Pro, uh, mm-hmm. only undefeated player. Um, crazy a, a season that I didn't expect, and uh, yeah, no, proving his uh, his his greatness. But <laughs> yeah, as you said. That there was a you rated a team in legendary that was below Swagoy. We did end up uh, having some some misses. Mm-hmm. And what was that team? 
uh, no pros here. The team that's Heat Shock's team. So that's you know formerly sh formerly Wash Tappers, formerly Bread Ape. Um, it's no pros here. They they uh, we had them ranked the Golden Epic in our preseason rankings as a total. I was I was pretty high on them. Uh, they they've always tended to do well in pro, making playoffs every season. Um, but they fell short this season by by, by a few. By a few extra points, it, it, they ended up with uh, 104, so they landed more than 10 points behind the, the um, they ended up in 8th, but they still had 104 points. Um, Pink Conference was over 100 points every team from 8th from eighth place to the top, which uh, the 100 point mark in Black Conference started with Faction, who placed 7. So, there is that, so Pink Conference definitely got more points overall. Which means that they definitely had a lot of a lot of battles between the two between their squads, um, for sure. I th let's see what other miss. I think, I mean, we all kind of I, we all looked at everyone's a winner. For me, I had I had NPH. I had no. I had Posca's team. Are uh, I think Peewee's the the pro captain, but I had no pros here in rare. Um, so I I I thought that. Pink Conference, I, I kind of, again, in the ranking of Pink Conference, it was difficult. So like, there were teams I had to leave out, and I left that team out. And, well, they ended up being the final playoff team. Yeah, uh, um, no, so. no pros here uh, dropped some of their best players, or some best scoring players from the previous season, and then uh, wanted to cre recreate the magic. And they did. They did recreate the magic. They're <laughs> yeah, in the playoffs again. In. So, yeah, um, yeah uh, squeaking in in the fourth spot. Again, and uh, you know, <laughs> let's see if they yeah. make playoffs. Again, <laughs> yeah, it was it was a little confusing with having no pros here and no pros here, and um, yeah. and we were a little confused which one to put in, which one to back in which we place. Back, I we, guess we were, yeah. <laughs> we backed the wrong horse. <laughs> we backed the so, wrong one, unfortunate. Yeah, uh, we did. Uh, Fish, you and I did. Uh, we, you and I were both uh, high on Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich, though. We were. Um, we both liked Popeye's. Um, they've had some previous good seasons. Where did you yeah. have Popeye's rated training? Yeah. Well, I, so you know, maybe this is the you know where it's it's more like it's it's nice to to compliment other people and let themselves bring up their own faults. Uh, <laughs> True. I, had I, wasn't, down, I wasn't gonna bring it up. <laughs> I, I had it written down that I was gonna talk about Popeyes. I did, in fact, rate Popeyes as a rare. Um, you know, my faith in Justin has some bounds, uh, and uh, I had uh, I had falsely, I, I I put I somehow put Justin and Mr. Beluga. I'm the biggest Mr. Beluga fan in the world here. Um, I somehow put them in in rare, and uh, for that I am I am deeply sorry. Playoff team. How many uh, how many teams with uh, GMs in their lineup missed playoffs? Did any of them? Uh, hmm. I don't I don't think any of them missed, right? Uh, Jake, wait, does Jake Weiss, Oh, does faction have a GM? Oh man, now I need to just look at the teams again. We'll just go back to the last week and find faction in Black Conference. And Mighty, Mighty's in faction. Okay, so is yeah. Mighty a GM? So just Mighty, yeah. So just okay. one, just one. The team, I mean, the the team. So Brushy Tuna made it. Uh, Clowns Reloaded made it. They made it three uh, times. 
Yeah, yeah. Conference Reloaded with three GMs. <laughs> surprise, surprise, makes playoffs with the high with the most points in pro this season. Surprise, yeah, surprise. Nobody, nobody saw that coming. <laughs> and they and and they had the most points. And in their last week, they had a no contest. I was surprised that there was a no contest, but I didn't hear. I, it makes sense. Actually, that. it looks like very few GMs on teams. Yeah, and there isn't that many. Uh, Jake, well, let me Jake Weiss, Jake Weiss on uh, for the boys. I know he made the MT. I'm not sure if he's actually a GM or not. Uh, no, he's just always a high MT placer. Oh, okay. Um, McBannerface with Brushy Tuna, Lampy Series on Popeyes. Yeah, and then the the three. Yeah. And then the three on Clowns, and then the only one who missed was, uh, only one who missed was Mighty. Yeah. I think all in all, we we sort of picked most teams, and my uh, my APM team didn't quite make it. Uh. Um, uh, but yeah, in pink it was a bit more that we thought there was going to be six teams in it, and and there was you know Sorgoy and Make Love Not There's Warcraft, seven. well seven teams. Oh. We thought we thought that at the beginning of the season we thought there was going to be six that were going yes. to be fighting it out, and Definitely. then Make Love Not Warcraft and Sorgoy gave it a really good shake as well, which we weren't expecting Definitely. them to be involved. Well, I wasn't expecting them to be involved in the yeah. in the fight. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, it was certainly a, uh, an interesting season and, and very yeah. hard fought. Um, I think pros got a lot more stacked this season than it's been in any other season. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, there was a lot of clear divide and that there was a lot of clear divide in black conference, which kind of, which, which in the end probably lent itself to a bit easier time looking at of looking at black conference throughout the season at the by the end of it there was definitely like it was definitely you know not not super clear about everything but um most things in black conference were kind of figured out um besides the last team um which i mean gosh if you told me that that was going to happen i would have said not not nah i never would have believed that um again it's too too gosh I don't even. I, I know you don't want to talk about it. I don't want to keep talking about it. Um, I I will say I looked at the standings, and I know that this team, you know, they didn't get a single win this season. But hey, Sheepies got only got eighth place. Got got second. Did not got did not get a win on the season, but did place higher than uh, the team below them, which is uh, Mancrix Multiple Wives. And even with Mancrix Multiple Wives not playing one of their matches in the final week, they still wouldn't have been able to catch Sheepies. So, you know, even though, like, yeah, they, they were not in it this entire season, you know, I mean, it's nice to say that they, even for having no wins, they weren't the, the last placing team overall. And I, I don't really have that much else to mention about about pro. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, I feel like I feel like I uh, should also maybe talk about EU greater than NA, which was sure. probably my other biggest miss mm-hmm. uh, for for Pro here. Uh, I I had them as the uh, the bottom epic, and uh, they ended as the second to last team in their conference, which is still uh, actually yeah. pretty close to playoffs, even with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I feel like uh, I feel like the players on that team are are still cracked, and it's just. It's just how the conference shakes out is that yeah. uh, some people have to lose is the uh, unfortunate thing. So that's, 
Uh, maybe just more telling about how good pink uh, is. Just how tight pink conference was. Any sort of final thoughts on pro bow measure? No, it's, uh, I think that's about all I have as well. If we want to move on to legacy. Flames on the side of my face. And so we shall. Moving on to legacy then. We of course have to, uh, once again, go over the consolidated list here. Our legendaries for legacy were Clownstone Academy, Agent P's Golden Showers, and the Golden Wisps. Golden Epic Teams, uh, F2L, which is Posca's team. We have MUOH Hearthstone. All points matter. Epic Teams were Defias, Dead Legend, and the Cult. Our Golden Rare Teams, and we had a lot of them, were Illidan's Death Knights, Fish, Zilfs, or is it Hot Zilfs, uh, Dirty Mike and the Boys, Chaos Theory, and Just Win. Uh, rare Teams... We have F2L White, Standard THL Degenerates, Pod People, Not Justin, and Hearthstone Academy. And Golden Commons, Everyone's a Winner, Saranite Pain Gang, The Cooler, and Disturbs. <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, I mean, you know, as, as usual, I'm going to uh, start it off here with a compliment. Uh, because, hey, uh... Fish, I think that you were just the most consistently correct with where F2L White would be. Um, like, we uh, we all seemed to have F2L White, you know, fluctuating around. Uh, I know I had, I at the start had them as a golden common, mm-hmm. uh, but for for you, uh, they just sort of locked right into golden epic and then stayed <laughs> yeah, there the really entire did. season. Um, and yeah. that's where they stayed. I mean, they got uh, they ended up they actually the f- being a legendary the, team getting the buy. the fourth buy, yeah. But, um, yeah, super stacked conference, and yet you had them as one of the top teams in that conference the entire time. Yeah. Um, ooh, I will say for you, Sir Geranium, uh, I will compliment you on believing in Illidan's Death Knights, the team... I had ranked as a regular rare. Uh, me and Bone Master both had IDK as regular rares, and you you had them making the playoffs, and, and lo and behold, they did it. They made it for the second season in a row. One of those, one of the two many, one of the two more snake-bitten f- uh, teams when it comes to uh, being on the bubble <laughs> with playoffs. See a Jespine, pick a Jespine. Yeah. That's, he helped his team. Definitely helped his team get there. Yeah, you sure that's not just uh, respect and belief in uh, JR Juggalo's ability, your fellow uh, tavern talkers? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's it's just mine. It's definitely just mine. <laughs> oh, man, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, JR does. JR has tended to have um, better, better legacy seasons recently. So it was definitely. I definitely overlooked it, the team a bit. And it's crazy because they also had... Because this team made playoffs with having one of their players not win a match the entire season. Similar that... I don't know how many... I don't know... Um, besides my own... Besides F2L Black, my own team, I don't know what other team has a, had a made playoffs with a player that, that is like a, a regular starting player who um, had no wins on the season. I mean, that's not very common. 
Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, IDK had, uh, had a lot of things going for it this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things going against it, though, was just how strong the end of the season was, and yet they picked up uh, just a pretty big win right at the end there. Yeah, so, they did. They, they um, took it to us, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Earl very strong in the one. Um, you know, once again yeah. showing from from last season, and then uh, you know Jr. is still strong in the two. And hey, if you can put Jespine in the four, um, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, do it. Yeah, it was funny because I mean our four our four C was a three seed for like most of the season until the end. Um, so I think that those are two like, you know, I think Jess definitely held his own really well in the four. <clears throat> and. I guess I'll I'll direct some conversation towards Bone Masher, who correctly predicted that that the that the curse would be broken, and Chaos Theory would make playoffs. I love I love I love Chaos Theory. I've I I've been so hesitant because they've broken my heart so many seasons. Um and, and uh, nah, this season they actually came through as the fourth team out of Red Conference and uh, made playoffs. Yeah, they're a team that's always sort of thereabouts on the bubble, and uh, I just thought maybe it was it was their time. IDK uh, managed to do it last season, so uh, why not mm-hmm. Chaos Theory? And um, yeah, we'll see how they go. They're up against Pod People next week or this week in uh, mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So tough uh, challenge, but you know, beware the team that uh, gets their opportunity after so many near misses. Yeah. You know what? While we're complimenting Bone Masher, um, I mean, you know, uh, that was that was one of the things that was the the rating that I thought Bone Masher got the most correct. But actually, I want to compliment Bone Masher on another facet here: is um, behind the scenes. Uh, I mean, you know, we all we all put in the effort, we all make the the tier list and everything. But Bone Masher is the one who really um, sort of brought this together. Uh, yes. I feel like just in the in the background. Of the uh, of of making sure everything worked, of making sure that everything um, looked good, was you know that we could uh, parse everything, like just the the information that that Bone Masher has created at his fingertips mm-hmm. uh, would blow you away. Is uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. thank you, thank you so yeah. so much for your effort here. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, we've got a pretty awesome spreadsheet. <laughs> Yeah, this guy put together. So we have our, our regular. We have like all our ratings in separate in separate like uh, spreadsheet pages as you would. Um, but he has like tables, like tables of information with records and and how the previous and how the previous week went, um, and the t- total points up to this week, up to like the week four each and every team. Um, it is it is so well put together. It helps it helps us. You know, par- it helps us parse through all this, through all the information we have to work on, work with. Whether it's looking at, it's looking at the standings, looking at the schedule, looking at all these other things, um, for sure. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's at a point where if I want to go look at the schedule and see what team my uh, my team is going to face, I actually go, go to Bowmaster's website. to the Pal of the website. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so much. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's just cleaner in a different way. Is uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's a, it's a good resource. Definitely. But before my head explodes too much, um, uh, I'll, we the team that did get the overall highest points, uh, the number one seed in Legacy, uh, was Just Win. 
Um, yes. Shame to say that I uh, did not predict this. I had them as a rare, um, which was not where Dr. Fish and uh, Geranium Battle had them. They both had them as an epic team. Um, so yeah. there was something that I didn't see that uh, at the that both of you saw. So um, I compliment you both on uh, on getting them right. Um, and I, I definitely got them wrong. Yeah, I, the the players really showed up after um, after having sort of a middling performance, which still actually made it to playoffs and still made a, a pretty good run at it um, last season. But uh, but yeah, I think their team morale is just too strong. Yeah, I mean, you look at those players on the team. They had they had every single player, at least four of them were like winning every week. I believe. I'm gonna just run down. I'm just gonna run down the. Just gonna quickly look at the roster and just look at the records. Yeah, nah. Like only in they had one player go below 500 in infinite, and everyone else had six or more wins. Um, they got yeah, like Geranium said, they got the most points with 160 points for the week, and uh, yeah, we have. They could have even had more points potentially, but. The two highest teams in points were that team, and then I believe Clownstone Academy and F2L White tied at a, at 153 for the next most, which is crazy because you know F2L White had the mo- had the same points that the Gold Conference's best team had. Um, so let's see what I'm. So I guess I guess I can go ahead. And we can I can start us off with with kind of teams that we kind of missed on. In, 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 in Legacy, it's there's so many teams that there's more opportunities to, to have misses. I think um, it's funny because we look at our legendary teams from the first weekend. Um, Agent P's Golden Showers and Golden Wisp, I believe, both missed playoffs. I think Agent yep. P's... Yeah, Agent P's didn't miss by much. They uh, missed by, they, wisps, but yeah. by seven wisps. Golden Wisps definitely underperformed from what we had them for this season. The team that looked so good um but ended up missing out yeah it was sort of they were both strong teams last season made at least yeah. semi-finals and you know mm-hmm. you just expect that to to happen to happen again and um yeah you know, it doesn't always happen that way i know agent p started off with a very uh tough schedule um uh, once yes, you're behind did. on points there's sort of you know you got a bit of pressure there to try and to get that back and you know it's a lot mm-hmm. easier to to be to be in the top spots and then not having to win but like even if yeah. you pick up some good points in a loss it's okay um but when you start with a couple of losses you know and you're chasing your tail it, it can be a, a tough season yeah i mean i'm i'm pretty proud of the team to uh, yeah, have, have made it to um made it to seven points out from playoffs while only having won three matches um like not going to get that story uh, very often, even if no. we didn't make it. So, for sure. I, I mean, that's what. Yeah, relating to that, my F twelve black only got F twelve black only had three wins this entire season, and they ended up in hero playoffs. So I'm mean, obviously super proud of my team for, you know, pulling it together and getting the points in the in the really most difficult weeks that we had, um, this season. So. Um, yeah. Looking, going back to to legacy, I think um, yeah. I on think the lower end of things for me, I missed 
I definitely missed. Um, there's two teams in particular that I really under underestimated, and that's Pod People and the Cooler. Oh my God! Stop stealing content from me. No, but uh, I was gonna. I'm gonna say. Okay, for, I'm gonna, no, no, we no, we can all talk about the Cooler because those that was a team that we all kind of missed on, and Pod People as well were a team that we all went though. So I guess we could all kind of discuss these teams. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the team that I missed on the most throughout the entire season was was Pod People. Um, even even if it was partially for for content creation, uh, <laughs> we uh, we do a little bit of. We do a little bit of uh, underestimating here, and uh, they they are not a golden common team like I put them. Mm-mm. No, but it's so difficult when you have a team coming back uh, from a hiatus, and their and their PR looked, you know, they left a decent chunk of PR on the table. It's hard to estimate where they're going to end up, um, but they ended up, especially like again five five seeds making a difference. Like Swaybe went six and two, massively upgrading from her previous record, where she got one win in her first season, and now she's you know six and two, probably probably one of the main candidates. I'm not sure what the exact numbers are going to be for comeback player of the season. I don't know if they'll even go back two seasons to to count Sway in that category, but I would love to see that happen because she's been playing so well. Um, yeah, I mean, she's been winning in and out of Hearthstone, or in and yeah, out of she kicked, games. Yeah, she because she uh, she also uh, if if people don't know, she also made the um, the advertisements for uh, the most recent mini set. Oh yeah, she's she's so great at content creation um, as well. She's one of my favorite. She's one of my favorite people. I was I was overjoyed at the opportunity to get to play her in a match and. That though that was the week that I took off every single. I was gonna take off of Legacy as well actually that week, uh, two weeks ago. But I ended up um, making the concerted effort to play Sway, um, and that was a, a fun match and you know uh, one that will not forget. All right. Um, yeah, the other team uh, you mentioned was was the cooler there. The cooler, and, um, oh my goodness, huge. Al- although we although we all had them as golden common, uh, geranium was very very quick to to see their potential and and just straight away bumped them right up the up the standings. Yeah. Um, and yeah, actually actually rated them as legendary very quickly before <laughs> before any of us could even could even. You know, conceive it in our brains, yeah, yeah, and uh, like I was just looking at it, going, yeah, that's my conference, and I know there's a lot of good teams in there, and the cooler, like really, yeah, but you know, they they did beat us in round two; it was close, uh, but from then on, they were almost almost untouchable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still I still misrated them. So even if even if it's like, oh, I saw the potential, I still misrated them. So it's not. Oh yeah, but but it's similarly <laughs> to how you like how you complimented me on jumping on Swagoy, like we all had them started pretty low, and of and you were the one to see that potential first. And they had a, you know, they had a rough. They they didn't uh, win in the final week, but they ended up, and that ended up costing them, um, the the bye week um in fact they actually ended up getting jumped in as a third seeded team out of silver which shows how close that that entire conference was um 
looking at it uh you know because there's teams that we look at and we got pretty bang on but they were definitely like shaky throughout the season like we can look back and say oh hot zilfs like you know they were always like looking pretty good but they they started looking kind of shaky down the back stretch and they really it took a 20 point week for them to get the second seed versus them almost missing playoffs so you know uh, the cooler for sure was a team we all didn't really see coming until um geranium said hey this team you know they might be going places <clears throat> yeah i mean speaking to hot zilf so i mean uh one of the one of the actually many teams uh that had gotten a just a really really bad weekend you know a team getting uh a full sweep against them and yet they still make playoffs that's hot zilf's hearthstone academy and Illidan's death knight yeah all they all got swept yeah that's right idk got swept in week one by pod people um which even then that i didn't really budge on pod people um besides moving them up i moved them up a little bit i think we all moved them up after that but we were hesitant um so yeah i mean idk it took a while to come around on, on them because they got swept in the first week so they looked not as good but persistence pays off in this in this league yeah yeah, speaking of Hot Zilfs, uh, I was the only one not to rate them as an epic team. Uh, I did have them as a rare team. Yeah. Um, they were champions two seasons ago, so I probably should have uh, expected them to have a bounce-back season this season. And um, But yeah, yeah. it would be interesting to see how they go in the playoffs. Um, you know, they've yeah, got a pretty, was... pretty, a pretty good roster, and uh, uh, I think they might do well. Um, they're at, up yeah. against HSA this week, who's uh, you know another team uh, that I'm, I'm that I like to see in playoffs. I filled in for them a couple of maybe three seasons ago when I first started. I, I filled in for HSA. I remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, the last time HSA had a t- it's either the last time or or maybe the season before that. But yeah, and they do have uh, Schubacher and Charip on to the team that were playing for me yeah. last season. So I was gonna I got a soft spot for. Uh, for HSA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, with uh, with Hot Zelfs, it seems like every single season that Coles is on is in the one there. Uh, they, they make playoffs, and uh, they probably have a good run to it, too. So um, their first match is up against HSA, and uh, all, all the luck to both sides there. Uh, exactly. They, they had a very tight match after both of them got that uh full sweep on them in the in the middle of the season here so mm-hmm. um yeah hot zilfs ended up uh <clears throat> sorry uh hsa ended up winning the match before so we'll see how it shakes out this time yeah i guess looking at higher end i'll i'll close my i'll close my 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 legacy a point um kind of mentions where um in at least for me and i guess bone master also we, we we put the colt as epic and they just had a bit of a rough season they ended up not making playoffs so i guess we did end up missing there they they were uh they were seven points off of making the playoffs in silver conference they needed they they were pretty much eliminated as long as hsa did pretty well and hsa did well um even with a 20 point week they still could not quite get there um so i thought they were a pretty strong team once um super chicken came on board oh uh, yeah super chicken really helped i think super chicken really helped them because he he went four and two 
Yeah. Um, so he, he filled in for Epic Mingo's spot in coming in. Their top three seeds all went six and three, and they're 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 two. Or sorry, they're two and three went six and three, and they're uh, with a kind of early struggling one seed and Quaz and Sharpay not quite getting to positive records. The team just barely falls short. They, I think they would have. I think you know, obviously, you can't like if you project them to another conference as a whole, different story. But they would make it to the playoffs in in red. I think there might be a couple of teams that are happy that they didn't make playoffs. Um, I think they would have the, yeah. the form they had I think, towards the end of the season. I think that would have been, you know, pretty yeah. strong contenders coming into playoffs. Yeah, if you can come into playoffs off of a off of a full sweep, <laughs> I'd say uh, it's pretty hot. But yeah, and and I think I think legacy playoffs are going to be shaping up pretty well. There's a lot of good teams for sure coming into into playoffs. Some new teams, older teams returning, um, and I think it's going to be a good, a, a really great playoff series, playoff seasons for all conference for all of these three series now. Yeah, uh, I mean that's where um, that's where unfortunately I believe the uh, the POW uh, content, or at least the podcast uh, content, will end. Those we're not going to uh, go ahead and speculate. On the um, on the playoffs, uh, I mean, you know, uh, yeah. it, it seems like it would be maybe you know uh, too out there for for Powbot to consider yeah. what happens in playoffs. So mm-hmm. probably that's where it will end. And uh, you know what? That's where just about we're going to end on this episode. We are still going to, of course, uh, talk about Wild next week, but we. We sort of wanted to give a nice little recap cap on onto the end yeah. of this season, especially because this is the te- like Wild will be done after next week, so I think kind of leaving that extra week in and to get just to be able to have a, a chance to breathe with just constantly having to paying attention with every last thing, having playoffs for for a bunch of us. Um, you know, we'll be back next week with Wild. Let, let, let Wild breathe a little, and we'll, we'll talk about it next week. And I believe with that, that is a, a great point to end the episode. And uh, have a great week, everyone in THL. See you.